Fifth Street Sports, folks, we're back. It's a beautiful, well, it's, it's gotten really nice out here Wednesday afternoon in Las Vegas. We, uh, My name is Frank Perez. I'll be joined with Florida Rick, my co-host. We're on Sports Byline USA, iHeartRadio. We're also on the American Forces Network. You can catch us on Facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Rick, today, you know, we were actually doing some studying on these uh, freezing NFL games. Yeah, this one might be right up there in the top 10, don't you think, in Kansas City? Yeah, I don't know if it'll make the top 10 list, but it'll surely be one of the coldest games in the last 20 years or so. It looks like it's going to be anywhere from 0 to 18 degrees. That doesn't factor in the wind chills. So, uh, you know, I've been kind of studying some of the coldest games in the NFL history over the last, uh, you know, 30, 40 years, and it's kind of interesting to see uh, you know what the scores were. We're, were. We'll talk about that on the show. Yeah, you know, I I know for sure as a kid, I, it had to be. Uh, I remember in '67 the Cowboys were playing the Packers. Okay, that had to be the that game started off at minus 13 degrees, but with the wind chill, it was it was uh, nearly 48 or 49 degrees below zero. You know. Yeah, that that's officially on record as the coldest game ever played in the NFL. Um, but when you do factor in the wind chill, uh, the San Diego Cincinnati oh. championship game in 1982, actually, uh, it was 59 degrees below zero with the wind chill. It was only 13 degrees below zero before. So, so those are the two coldest games in NFL history. This won't be that cold, but, um, we're, we're going to be getting some uncharted territory with some, uh, really cold weathers situations for, you know, really high flying offensive teams. Holy smokes! Could you imagine that? Fifty, I mean, forty-eight and fifty-nine degrees below zero with the wind chill. I mean, your fingers—it's <laughs> how do you play in that? I don't know. You think you have to have every single inch of you covered, right? Uh, you can't have any skin exposed, or frostbite's going to probably set in almost immediately. I would think. Yeah, and I'll bet you the first thing you want to do is say, "Let's just get this game over with." I don't even care about if we win or lose. I just want to go home. But, uh, Rick, we got to get ready for a timeout. So when we come back, we're going to discuss this temperature in this game, what we, what it's going to do to the total. And we got plenty more, folks. Fifth Street Sports, back in three minutes. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. All right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports, Florida Rick. I'm Frank Perez. We are on Sports Byline USA, American Forces Network, and iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. I think we're on everything. But anyways, Rick, um, we're talking about the weather in this Kansas City game, and we went all the way down to these. You know, you know. I just looked up that 1982 Cincinnati game you were talking about with San Diego when it was 59 degrees below. That score ended up 27-7. to 7. Yep, and the yeah, that was that was the Chargers, Bengals. Sorry, yeah, that was the Chargers. Uh, you know, Air Coriel days with Dan Fouts and, and John Jefferson and Kellen Winslow. Uh, so they they were scoring a ton of points every game, and uh, then they didn't didn't work so well when they went to uh, minus fifty nine degree temperatures. Uh, I think Cincinnati's running game just you know it was just the was the answer and uh San Diego didn't have any anything to uh counter so yeah. uh that's just something that you know we're probably gonna have to look for this weekend because uh I think with the wind chill it's probably gonna be in that zero degree range it won't be anything near the Dallas Green Bay game or the Cincinnati San Diego game but I think we're looking at probably zero maybe slightly below zero with the wind chill and uh you know the, the home teams in these games usually tend to have a uh, a big advantage as well um, well, especially against teams with from warmer weathers or from domes, the Patriots don't fit that category. But uh, I still think this is a another reason why Kansas City is such a good play this weekend. Yeah, I like I like Brian's take on it. That uh, gets if you if we can get some good value on say Kansas City minus one forty to one forty five, and then uh, come back with New England plus two and a half plus one ten one twelve. That could be a nice middle there. 
Yeah, yeah, or or even if you get three three at oh five, um, three one ten, maybe not not as much, but yeah, definitely I, I love that um, buying off the three to the two and a half and reducing your risk and then just having the numbers one and two. But in a game this cold, like uh, Brian said yesterday, missed extra points can clearly come into play. You get really um, odd scores sometimes. Even safeties uh, can happen if say you know punters drop balls or go over their heads on bad snaps and things like that. So, and anything's in play, any number. Yeah. So it's, it's scary. The, uh, how, how opposed these two games are. You got this game. And, but when you say zero, if, if the temperature, like look at the game in, in, um, Cincinnati, when they played San Diego, it started off at minus nine degrees and with the wind chill was 59 and the green Bay one was minus 13 and it ended up minus 48 with wind chill. So, if this game starts off at near zero temperature with the wind chill, it could get 20 or 25 below, right? Yeah, that's, that's definitely possible. I mean, we'll, we'll know more come the weekend. Um, the early indications right now are, I think in that 15 to 20 degree range, you know, before wind chill. So that's why I'm thinking maybe zero or slightly below zero, but that's, that can easily change and come Sunday, it might be four degrees, uh, you know, before any kind of wind chills factored in, and then maybe we will get like a fifteen or twenty below, which that would be fun for us not being at the game. Absolutely, and it just just think how opposed the game is, and then the other games in 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 that beautiful dome in in New Orleans, right, with the um, Saints and the Rams. So one's in a dome where you're eating gumbo soup and drinking beer, and the other one, forget <laughs> it, you're like out there saying, "Why? Why am I here?" I, I, after ten or fifteen <laughs> minutes, when you're out, you say, "What? Why? Why did I come to this thing?" I, I should have just told my friend, no, I'm I'm not going to go. Thanks anyways. But you're yeah. stuck. I think most of the uh, fans are, you know, we loyal KC fans. And KC is some of the greatest fans in the NFL. You know, KC, Green Bay. Um, I mean, they're going to show up in any weather conditions. And I think they're going to love it. They're going to be tailgating before the game. They'll, you know, it's not something for me. But for people over there, they're, they're going to thrive in this. And uh, oh. they're going to be loud. They're going to be boisterous. It's going to be a fun thing to watch, like I said, but it'll be a lot more fun watching it from my cozy living room than from actually than actually being at the game. Oh, absolutely. I told you how miserable that's got to be. So anyways, talking about, so now now, now let's get on to something else. We got some controversy in that DraftKings. I guess um, Rufus Peabody, who finished third, was not able, well, how, how did that go where his, his bet didn't get graded in time for him to make that bet he wanted on the uh, Saints minus five against the Eagles? Okay, so um, to recap for people that don't really know what's going on here, DraftKings had a contest. I guess it was open strictly to New Jersey, people in New Jersey. So you had to either live in New Jersey or be visiting New Jersey for, uh, I guess it was last week. I think it was Friday through Sunday last weekend. So it was a $10,000 entry fee, 5000 of which um, went to your account and 5000 which which went to the contest. So the way they did it was... Um, now the five thousand you have in your account—that's that's real money. But the bets, I believe, are the same uh, for the contest and for your regular bets. So, uh, so you, whoever had the most money uh, at the end of the weekend would be deemed the contest winner, and second place got second place. And you know, it's five thousand dollar entry fees, uh, or well, ten thousand officially, but five thousand went to the pool. So, uh, the way it, because the New England game ran so late on Sunday, it it ended four minutes before the Saints-Eagles game began. And for whatever reason, DraftKings in their system 
didn't grade the plays, didn't grade everyone's plays at the same time. Somehow they must have been grading it in batches and so forth. And so Rufus Peabody, you know, a very famous, well-known better slash uh, author podcast uh, podcast guy, uh, they he he was in the lead. He had a substantial lead uh, going into the final game with the Eagles and Saints. And while most people's bets were graded, his still wasn't. He kept refreshing, refreshing. Finally, by the time his was graded, the Saints game kept kicked off, and he wasn't able to place a bet on that game. Well, he – and this is the part I'm not sure about, but knowing um, Rufus Peabody, he had all his, uh, his you know, everything checked, uh, everything covered. So he claimed he was going to bet Saints minus 5, minus 175 on the buy, and he was going to put, I guess, pretty much his entire balance on it. And uh, since he didn't get it in, he didn't have a bet. He still fin- ended up finishing third in the contest for 250000 But first place was a million. Second place was 350000 And then he got third for two fifty. If He uh, he only finished 20000 behind the winner. So if he, like he said he was going to do, and put uh, his entire balance or most of his balance on that game, he would have he won by over 20000 And so this ended up costing him $750,000. And of course, he's not very happy about it. And uh, we don't really know where it stands. All he's saying pretty much is that he's been in contact with DraftKings. I'm sure they've asked him not to discuss it further. They're going to, I'm sure they're going to work something out. You know, maybe they'll work out and give him the million as well, or maybe they'll give him like 500,000. But when it's all said and done, we'll, we'll know the outcome. But I don't know how long it will take. Maybe it'll take another week. Maybe it'll be all um, finished up by this weekend. But, uh, yeah, in the meantime, he's he's been very upset, and and I can see why. Uh, the, the fact that they had certain accounts graded on the game and other accounts not is unacceptable. I mean, it should be, uh, you know, once once the game's finalized and it's all graded, everyone's accounts graded or no one's accounts graded, one or the other. Right. You know, um, that's scary. You know, and it's I I I believe he didn't have the option to bet this, uh, in the, the the second half. Right. I think the last game available was that. New Orleans game, when that kicked off, it was over. He didn't have the ability to bet them in the second half. I, I, I believe you're right. I think these are all pregame bets. Because um, if not saying he would have, but I'm sure we would have heard something about, uh, you know, people betting having second half plays. And he would have, he would have, I'm sure, did something in the second half. But he, maybe he was already in contact with them, uh, you know, soon after the game started and, you know, going over the whole situation and maybe they told him not to bet the second half. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure if these were all strictly pregame bets. I think they were though. I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah. Boy, you know, after that one controversy at DraftKings, well, I don't know if that was DraftKings or FanDuel. One, one of those two uh, had, had at the beginning of the season with that better, that bet the interactive on the Raider Denver game that they didn't want to pay the 80 grand. Boy, it just seems that like in every time this, um, there's something involved in either a contest or a big bet over there with FanDuel, like Murphy's always in the house. You know, Murphy's always there. Yeah, well, Some... the one the one good thing about those sites are they're so big that they know the negative uh, publicity will come back and hurt them many more times. So it's best for them just to pay out. Wow. So uh, if you're in one of those situations, it's best to be that, a site like that than an offshore book. All right. Well, wait, folks, we got to take a time out. We'll be back in three minutes. Got a great segment ahead for you. Stay tuned. Fifth Street Sports.
Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. All right, folks, it's Fifth Street Sports. We're back. Just finished the next segment on um, the Ice Bowl and the Rufus Peabody controversy with DraftKings. I'm Frank Perez, joined with Florida Rick, my co-host, on Sports Byline USA, American Forces Network, and also on iHeart, Facebook, and Twitter. Anyways, folks, what we want, uh, uh, you know, we had a pretty sad thing, and I hope maybe I can get Nick down here, Rick, and I'm, I'm sure you know a little bit more about it than I do because you guys are in the poker circuit, but yeah, yesterday it looks like we had uh, one of our good guys go down. Yeah, very sad story. Um Gavin Smith, a very popular and famous poker player over the last 15 years or so, uh, Canadian from Guelph, Ontario, um, 
just passed away in his sleep uh, two nights ago in a really unfortunate uh, situation. Uh, no one really has official details of what happened, but those that knew him well uh, say, you know, his, his hard partying lifestyle and, and drinking and so forth and things like that probably led to an early heart attack. I, I, I never knew him personally. I had lots of friends that knew him and had lots of stories with him. He seemed like a great guy. I mean, I played poker with him a couple of times in tournaments over the years, but no one that I, I never had any conversation with him. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things you have to kind of look at and, and live and learn. He was only 50 years old. Um, you know, he, he was, he, he was, when, when we first started playing poker back in the early 2000s, he was one of those like big names, like the Grand New, Helm Youth, um, mm-hmm. you know, Gavin Smith, maybe like Antonio Spandiar. You had like a Phil Locke. You had these guys and that you'd always see on like the poker after darks. You'd see them on high stakes poker. You'd see them on the w, WSOP coverage on ESPN and, you know, they'd show all their big hands and so forth. So even though, you know, like those of us that didn't personally know him, you kind of felt like you knew him because they'd always do feature stories on him and so forth. And I guess over the last uh, seven or eight years, his poker kind of came to a halt. He played only a few tournaments a year, I think, uh, of recent because he actually had two kids, who I believe were six and eight or seven and eight years old. And he um, he had sole custody of those kids. So I don't know the situation between him and his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, but for whatever reason, he had sole custody of the kids. So uh, that makes it even sadder that um, these kids now are going to grow up without their father, who was, who was, you know, had complete custody of them, was with them all, all times. And he was living in Houston, the last I heard. And, uh, well, he was living in Houston, but I think before that he had actually moved to Alaska uh, after Vegas. And, yeah, he, crazy, crazy, uh, you know, stories about this guy. And, you know, everyone said he was a great guy and so much fun to be around, always the life of the party when he entered a room. He was the one that everyone gravitated to. And uh, I, I, I guess I wish I had, you know, been at some of those parties, but, you know, I, I never was fortunate enough to be there. So, uh, you know, I, Brian Wilson, who's a, uh, oh, okay. Hey, hey, Nick. Oh, Nick's Hey, guys. Line? Yeah, uh, you got Nick here. Hey, Nick. And uh, I heard the discussion was going to uh, Gavin Smith, and uh, I knew Gavin very well during the uh, – mid 2000s uh, up to the late uh, up to 2010 or so and uh I was terribly sad Gavin was really one of the the good guys he had all the personality flaws that top class poker players had but there was a heart of gold in there he was a lovely guy he lived hard and fast during those years and um, I don't know what the cause of his uh, tragic uh, death was, but uh, I have to think his the lifestyle from the early days probably caught up with him. I, I know there was a time when he went clean and lost a lot of weight. And um, I, I, I will have David Plastique on, um, along with Brian Wilson here in the next few days to talk more about it. But a great loss. He was the WPT champion, um, player of the year. He won his first bracelet in... Uh, Gosh, a few years ago, really, that uh, was his uh, one of his uh, ultimate goals. A great poker player, a great guy, and, and honestly, we, we lost one of the good ones. And the sad thing is that he has two kids that he has sole custody. And there is a GoFundMe page set up. Uh, if you go onto our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com forward slash talk, uh, I believe Brian Wilson put the link to the GoFundMe page up. The money goes through a lawyer's escrow account and will go only to his children. Uh, and I think they're 
trying to raise 100000 I think they were a little shy of sixty right now. So any help would be appreciated. There you go, guys. That's Nick Gieber, a real good friend of Gavin Smith, uh, telling us the tragic story of a good guy, Nick. a great poker player. If, if you're still there, Nick, I've, I've heard Gavin, Gavin was a – his favorite drink was a Greyhound. I have no idea what Great. Greyhound even is. Uh, can you, just, know, he, can you he, shed some light on, on that for me? I, I'm not sure either. He, he did drink a lot of them back in the day, and uh, <laughs> he liked to bet a lot. He liked to play high-stakes blackjack. Um, unfortunately, more often than not, he, uh, not, he was on the, the losing end. Uh, but, um, you know, look, every top-class poker player – has some demons in the closet, uh, and uh, Gavin was no different. Yeah, I I think a greyhound. If it well, we can Google it. I, it might be grapefruit and vodka. I'm, let me let me let, let, let me, you know while you guys are talking about this. Well, but that well, was his favorite drink. Yeah, what, that was. What is it? Oh, well, uh, Andrew Andrew's going to look it up. So uh, maybe we should have a drink in honor of Gavin. Well, we've lost a, a lot of great poker players uh, recently. I mean, uh, in the last few years, we lost uh, uh, Chad Bautista, who was known as Little Hold'em, who was a prolific online player and made his mark on the on the circuits. Uh, he died a, a few years ago. We lost uh, obviously Dave Colclough and uh, uh, Dave uh, Devilfish Uliot uh, died. I mean, a, a lot of you know, a lot of uh, we're losing a lot of a lot of guys from the stable of poker players from the from the mid two thousands. Now, now, Nick, those those last three guys that you just mentioned, what were their ages? Were uh, were about you know, kind of. Well, Dave, what, Dave what, Kolkloff was actually a, a very good friend with uh, Brian Wilson, and his. Um, I want to say he was in his early forties when he died. Um, Devilfish uh, was English, and I want to say he was a bit older than that, and wasn't the nicest of guys, by the way. To be fair, uh, but um, Chad Bautista. Was uh, was young. He was in his uh, late uh, late thirties, uh, early forties, uh, very early, L- late thirties, I, I think, for Chad. So and uh, you know, is, is, and is that. the common denominator there just fast lifestyle, drugs, drinking, all that stuff? Well, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to uh, make any wide generalizations, but but Chad certainly drank himself to death uh, in the long run. I, I think he had cleaned up his act somewhat, and um, uh, but it caught up with him. I know. I don't know what the cause of Gavin's death was, so I, I, I would I would hesitate to to comment on that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But um, boy, yeah, it's a sad thing. These are young guys. I mean, this is a this. You know, you would think, boy, you know, football players live to be a lot of them live to be eighty and eighty five years old. You would think poker players could live to be a hundred and five. You know, they they don't take well, poker players. Football players. Well, football players might live to be eighty five, but they don't remember anything that happened in their life uh, after <laughs> their fifty because of the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, terrible brain injuries, but that's another topic for another day. Guys, uh, I want to just uh, remind everyone to go to the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash talk, and you'll see the link to the GoFundMe page. It's only for Gavin's kids. The money is going to go to Poker Royalty. That's their law law firm and agent. That was Gavin's law firm and agent or that represented him. It's going to go to their escrow account and will be distributed only to his children. Got it. Thank, thank you very much for that. So there it is, Gavin Smith, GoFundMe page. Help them out, guys. Help the kids out. Fifth Street Sports. Uh, Andrew, we still how much more time we got on on, on the? Oh, we still got three three or four minutes on this one, Rick. Let's. Oh, yeah. there's something that I I wanted to really ask you. This game in in New Orleans. That's the one that you and uh, Brian attended. 
earlier in the season, the Rams at the Saints, right? Yep, same game. Now, same exact game, same venue. Yep. And 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 do you think we're going to have a big high-scoring affair just like that other one? Well, I don't think we're going to get 80 points scored like we did last time, but I do think it's going to be uh, – I mentioned this, I think, Monday. I do see a game maybe in the low 30s, low 30s to high 20s. So I would lean towards the over in that game. Uh, surely a lot more than the Patriots game over, but – uh, I, 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 we're not going to get 80 points. That's, that's, that's not going to happen. But I still think that once these teams get in rhythm, they're going to have a hard time stopping each other. And uh, we're going to see a game like 21-14 or so, 21-17 at the half. And I think when all said and done, we'll, we'll see a game 35-27, to 20, 35-28, and it'll, it'll sneak over that total of 57. It's hard to go over 57 in an NFC or AFC championship game, but – the fact is, if you're going to do it, it's going to have to be two explosive offenses in a controlled environment um, where you've, weather will not be a factor at all. And, uh, you know, both both teams will be able to do anything they want offensively. And I, I, I can't see – when these defenses do finally get a stop, it's going to be such a big deal that this team finally stopped the other team. Or if they even just hold them to a field goal, uh, that's, that's almost going to be the same thing as getting a stop in this type of game. So – it's uh, it's it's hard to see how they're not going to get sixty points in this game, but uh, you know, it's it, I, I do think it's going to be a close game. I I told you I I lean Saints in this one. I don't love them at all, but I definitely lean Saints, uh, especially if you can get three three minus twenty, maybe three minus a quarter. But uh, I know you you and Bry are both uh, leaning towards the Rams. Uh, this was this was the one game where none of us had strong opinions. The KC New England game was the game. Where me and Briar are very strong on Kansas City, and I guess I guess you're still you know very strong yeah. in New, New England. I don't know if the weather has changed your your mind a little bit, but um, I mean the Patriots have always played great in cold weather too. But typically that's always at home. They, they, they they've you know when they go on the road and play in cold weather, it's not necessarily the same thing. No, I got you. No, I'm 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 still strong on the uh, Patriots, and I and also you know I got an email from Rockford, or I seen it. It sounded like Rockford. Who the heck knows what this guy. Looks like where he's coming from, but he's also on 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 your Kansas City, so it looks like I'm going to be on an island by myself with the Patriots, which is okay. I'll take Brady and Belichick, and uh, enjoy myself with that. Guys, we'll be right back. Small break. Fifth Street Sports. Texting privacy rules and terms and conditions at textrules.us. Has dinner got you down? Sick of awful frozen meals or unhealthy fast food? Don't despair because Martha Stewart is doing a free taste test, giving away three full-size meals from her new meal kit delivery service, Martha and Marley Spoon. All fresh ingredients with Martha's delicious and easy recipes. You're eating in just 30 minutes. To be part of Martha's at-home taste test and get three free meals, be one of the first hundred people to text the word LESS to two. 246810. It's so easy. Text us now. Martha and Marley Spoon Meals are easy, simple, and delicious. And right now, Martha wants you to enjoy three of her best 30-minute meals for free so you can save time and enjoy eating dinner again. To be part of Martha's at-home taste test and get your three free meals, be one of the first hundred people to text LESS to 246810. That's LESS to 246810. LESS to 246810. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. We're back, Fifth Street Sports. We just had a nice little segment where Nick chimed in about uh, our dear departed friend Gavin Smith, and also now on this segment we have we have Florida Rick, my co-host, and my other co-host is calling in, Mister Oklahoma Brian. Brian, are you? Hey, Brian. Bob. How's it going, How, brother? How's it going? Going real good. Real cold. Hey, Not as cold as uh, Kansas City, but but uh, pretty darn cold. Great. Hey, let, let let me ask you about this uh, guy transferring. What, what's his uh, uh, last name? Hertz. J. 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 Jalen Hertz. J. That would be yeah. the one. Uh, kind of a merry-go-round. There's really a lot of guys transferring, but he's the. Uh, I suppose he's the biggest name because he's transferring uh, into <laughs> into uh, Oklahoma, and uh, this will be the third year now that Oklahoma's gone with a. Uh, with a transfer quarterback, the last two have done all right. They they won Heisman trophies and went to the uh, semifinals of the national championship. And if things go well with Kyler Murray, I guess they'll also both be first round draft picks, almost a certainty at this point. So if I'm Jalen Hurts, I suppose that's a pretty impressive, uh, pretty impressive marketing campaign that Oklahoma has. A chance to be the third guy to uh, come in and. Uh, have a chance to work with, uh, you know, with a coach that's widely considered to be the most uh, creative and innovative mind in the, uh, you know, in, in terms of at least in terms of offensive theory in college football. So um, I can certainly see why he would want to uh, go there, and I can see why Oklahoma would want Jalen Hurts. He's a spectacular talent. He's 
you know, I believe he was the offensive player of the year in the SEC two years ago. And he's, uh, you know, he's not the same type of uh, passer that uh, that Murray and and uh, Mayfield were, but he's a tremendous athlete, and I have a feeling that they'll be able to kind of restructure the offense to suit his uh, talents. Well, good luck to him. Well, uh, here we are. So this is the third segment, which is our money segment, right? I mean, do you want to add something to that, Rick? Yeah. Well, besides the Jalen Hurts thing, I was gonna I was gonna ask um, Brian about this whole Austin Kendall deal, and uh, I think Brian's been following this too. Uh, you want you want to catch uh, people up to speed on that, Brian? Yeah. So, um, so in Oklahoma, obviously they're um, they're losing Kyler Murray. He's going to be either going off to baseball or football. Which creates a um, you know vacancy at, at would be pretty much considered to be the most desirable uh, spot to play quarterback at this point you know um, and their alternatives next year would have been a kid named Austin Kendall who is a uh, very highly recruited player and maybe <laughs> and then maybe the highest recruited uh, quarterback in the country coming out of high school this year is a kid named Spencer Rattler who's out of the Phoenix area. I've seen him as high as the number two overall player in this recruiting class. So he is the he is the future of Oklahoma football in terms of the quarterback position. But the problem with Spencer Rattler is it's funny that you would even call it a problem, but he's got to graduate with his high school class in the spring. And I, I, it's even crazy that we even that's that's an abnormality. Or but what's happened recently is a lot of these quarterbacks that have a chance to play their freshman year, they kind of know ahead of time. You know, by their say their junior year, they start loading up on credits, and they find a way to graduate from high school in the fall, and that allows them to enroll early at the university and take place in spring practice. And for offense as complex as Oklahoma's, you can't just have a guy walking, you know, onto the uh, team in August and be able to succeed. You really need to get there kind of, you know, six months ahead of time, or certainly four or five months ahead of time, and learn the playbook. So Spencer Rattler, aside from the fact that he was a true freshman, was going to be underprepared, uh, you know, in terms of knowing the playbook. The other guy would have been Austin Kendall, and if nothing happens, Austin Kendall would be the, the, uh, the quarterback for Oklahoma, but Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts start flirting with each other, it becomes obvious that's happening. And Austin Kendall knows, hey, why do I want to sit around here and be a spectator? I need to go off and get another job, uh, get another starting job. So he is going to West Virginia, who, who is getting a new coach, uh, by the way, because uh, Holkerson is on his way out going to Houston. And it's a win-win. Everyone benefits, except for... There is a rule in the conference that says that if you're transporting from one school in the conference to another, that the that your previous school has the ability to obstruct you. It makes, I say obstruct, so I, I have a really big problem with this. They have the ability to make you set out for one full year and not be able to play. And it looks like wow. Oklahoma is going to play that card to make this kid have to sit out. And I think it's it's a totally low-class, just BS move. And I know other schools have done it, but I think it looks horrible. I, th- I really think it's a uh, absolutely disgraceful thing for a uh, university to do, to, to take a uh, 
you know, 20 year old kid who is doing nothing more than trying to advance himself and to put himself in a better position. And here you have, you know, athletic directors making millions and head coach making what? Price probably making seven, eight million when he gets his new contract. And they're going to tell this kid that he can't uh, follow his dreams. I think it's absolutely horrible. And it, it really, it's not a thing that makes people hate the NCAA and hate college sports. And I wish that uh, something would be done about it, but it really, really bothers me. I don't know how, I don't know what your thoughts on. Do you think that's an acceptable move to, to, to prevent him well, from Well, I mean, Brian, but, uh, but, you know, but, but they're playing a card that you would play because in college football, especially big time down there, Southern college football, I mean, uh, it's a, it's, it's a jungle out there. And then um, if they can play that card, it's, it's nasty. I mean, I know it's nasty and low class, but, you know, it, it's a big time. It's big money and big rivalry. And these schools have no shame saying we hate you and we're going to we're going to obstruct you. Aren't you acknowledging, though? The way I see it, though, it's such a. Go ahead, The way I see it, though, it's such a bad PR move for Oklahoma to to do this. And, you know, kids who are coming there are going to say, wow, you know, if I go there and I decide after a year or two, I'm, I'm not happy there and I want to transfer somewhere else they're going to probably block me. And that would make me, as a high school recruit, a wanted high school recruit, a choice of several colleges, big-time Division One schools, um, that would turn me off to Oklahoma. And so, um, Unless I was you know, in the area and I wanted to stay close to home, that would, that would make me you know, second think or, or uh, think again about if I really want to attend there. And uh, I think it's just a bad, bad PR move, especially to do it with one player who's, you know, uh, yes, you're going to have to play him one time, next year's okay well you're still gonna play them one time the year before the next year as well you know yeah but rick but i but i totally dis dis disagree with that because first of all if oklahoma first of all for a lot of the players it's not going to matter because if you suck oklahoma is not going to try to block you or if you're just mediocre or you don't you know if you're not a big star they're not going to try to block you they could care less like they hope you go somewhere else so if you're one of the few players that they actually care about blocking you know that you have that talent, and Oklahoma's going to love you, and you know the team's behind you. I think it's the opposite. I think a team that if I was a real superstar that would actually go to great lengths to go out there and shame themselves, saying, nope, uh, this guy either stays with us or we're not going to let him play. That, that, that's kind of like, uh, like that girlfriend that's got the jealous, you know, that, you know like that girl that's really jealous of you like if you say hello to somebody you got that little attraction because she wants you that badly you know but if but if you suck i can guarantee or if you're not that good oklahoma's not going to try to block you you can count on that well i agree with you but i also think rick makes a great point it's, it's a big negative in terms of future recruits for, for a quick survey at the quarterback position it would make me think twice as a high school athlete about going there but i also think it undermines the entire credibility of the sport, which proclaims itself to be an amateur sport. And it's hard to even say that without laughing. But um, is, I just think it's a, it's a full-on acknowledgement that we're a professional sport. We're not an amateur sport. Um, yeah, we don't play we don't play our athletes. They're completely uh, adventurous uh, sports. We want the best of all worlds. We want to be able to, to act like we're the NFL with the comedians. We want to not pair players. And you know, uh, all I can say to college, uh, you know, college athletics, especially big time football, is remember these instances because this will eventually come back 
to haunt them. And and you know, there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a um, payback for this eventually. And it's just one more piece of the puzzle to to make the public realize you know what a crock this is in terms of a uh, amateur sport. But uh, you know, if Lincoln Riley thinks that he needs to do that to help him you know, win a national championship, I say, uh, okay, it's your call. I really don't think West Virginia is going to be the uh, the pivotal link that makes or breaks Oklahoma season and determines where they win a national championship. And, by the way, next year is a year that they play West Virginia in Norman. So it actually would have made sense to, uh, you know, to let him play uh, this year, I don't know. It's just it's, it's their call. They've made the best they can lay in it. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Well, you know, like like they say, like Nick says, if you want a friend, you buy a cat. There's no little friends in college <laughs> football. You know, they. I mean, they spent their times. They recruited you. They 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 brought you in. What do you think, Brian? Are they going to be really nice to say, yeah, go 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 ahead and play for the competition. No problem. Good luck to you. We wish you well. Bull crap. There's no friends in college football at that level. So, and, and anyways, guys, we we are we are getting down. We we don't have too much time, Brian. Those were great, uh, great little segment points you brought in that you shared with Rick. But we need to get some talk we can bet on. So, because we only have three three minutes left in this segment, and we got about two and a half minutes left in the other one. So, you guys fire something off here so the players can make some dough tonight. Okay, I'll, I'll gladly start off. There's a few NBA games I like tonight, and uh, we'll see how they do. Last night we kind of split. We we, we got the Golden State game completely wrong. Uh, we, we said Denver and under, and Golden State scored 150 points or so. So that was a loser. But we did have um, we did have Nevada in college basketball. Had the Bulls, which I ended up pushing. I think probably we were saying about they like the Golden the Lakers under as well. Mm-hmm. So that was a winner. So it was it was you know small profit tonight, but nothing not, nothing that great. But tonight uh, in the NBA, there's a lot of games. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but don't forget your play. Boise State. Don't forget your Boise State, Rick. That that, that was a nice win. Oh, you gave I, I said Nevada. I said Nevada. I meant Boise State versus Nevada. Right. Sorry. I, yeah. Okay. So right, Boise State. So almost won outright, by the way, but just missed yeah. it. Anyway, so uh, go, NBA. Some uh, big public games tonight, which I kind of like the opposite sides. I like Orlando plus four at Detroit. Public is all over Detroit in this game. Not really sure why Detroit seems like they're going in the wrong direction. So I'll gladly take four points here, even on the road. Uh, game five, 28. Memphis plus five and a half. You might be able to get sixes now. Uh, Milwaukee just played a, you know, a, a game last night. They beat up the Heat, beat them really good. Uh, they've traveled to Memphis today. Usually teams don't play that well two nights in a row, especially traveling. Uh, I think Memphis is still hurting from that. Houston lost a couple nights ago where Harden put up 57. Like I said, he's probably going to have to score the 70 range for them to win like they did, and he did it. So, you know, he, you're, you almost have to say now he's the MVP for sure in the NBA. Um, but anyway, getting back, I like Memphis in that one. I'm going to go against Houston and Harden again, which is game 531. I'm going to take Brooklyn plus six. I'm going to say the same thing. Okay, they're without three starters. Harden carried them the first game. He's probably going to carry them tonight and score another 40. But is he going to put up 60, 70? Um, Brooklyn's turned a corner like we talked about a couple nights ago, the way they beat the Celtics. I really like Brooklyn 531 plus 6. I know we'll come back from the break and yeah. talk about the others. Yeah. All right, Brian. Uh, Rick, when we come back, we'll finish it up. Fifth Street Sports back in three minutes.
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. All right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports on Sports Byline USA Radio Network. We are, my name is Frank Perez. I'm joined with Florida Rick. We just had Brian call in, but he's off the line now. He gave us some really good info on the transfers over here of uh, Hertz and Kendall. Anyways, Rick, so, you've, so, so far, this is what we have from you. We have Orlando plus four, Memphis plus six, Brooklyn plus six, and we're waiting for some more, brother. <coughs> Okay, um, I was going to give out the New Orleans Hornets, uh, New Orleans Pelicans, <laughs> uh, plus uh, seven tonight at Golden State. Uh, I think Golden State had their big game last night against Denver. They had to play back-to-back now. Um, and I think it's going to be a close game. New Orleans is playing well. And uh, it's going to be uh, a tough one to just come back after having that 
all-in performance last night and have another big one. I do think Golden State will win, but I, I believe it's going to be a close game. And then off to college, uh, Brian wanted to give out one of his college picks, okay. which was uh, game eight, Texas Tech minus five against Iowa State. Uh, I don't know his reasoning. I just know that that's his play. Uh, so that's his one pick. And I have one college play myself, and that is game number 802, Penn State at home minus two Iowa. Uh, this is a game where 70 to 75% of the public is betting Iowa. The game opened at a pick em. It's now going up to two, two and a half on Penn State. This is your prototype pros versus Joes game. And uh, I think the pros will get it done. And Penn State at home should should get a victory here. So if you can get minus two on Penn State still, uh, grab it while you while you still can and uh, you know, so, run to the bank with it. So, so let me get this right, Rick. So on this Penn State, you actually like uh, you're actually going to stick with them with with the line move. They went from pick to two two and a half. You're going to stick with Penn State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the public is this high on a do- on a dog, uh, just you know, yes, I would rather have pick them, but I'll still take the play the two at this point. Okay, now of course. Okay, so here we go from. Florida Rick, we got Orlando plus four, Memphis plus six, Brooklyn plus six, New Orleans plus seven, and Penn State minus two and a half-ish um, early game. And then also from Oklahoma, Brian, we're going to go out with Texas Tech minus five. That should be it. Guys, it's a wrap. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. We appreciate you. Fifth Street Sports, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. See you tomorrow.